American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage And you'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way Hey Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist What a video. What a song. I had to do that for uh, Mr. Toby Keith. It's a good song away. choice. Yeah. I liked it. It just, uh, he was important to the 9-11 when that happened, and he was important. That song was super important, bringing America together. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I don't want to say that uh, him passing this year, with it being an election year, is like an omen. Yeah. <laughs> that we should maybe vote the right way this year. And but, Yeah, come, uh, come together here and... Maybe he'll be the, yeah, he'll be the uh, 
don't want to call him a martyr, but no, he's definitely uh, definitely someone we need to think about. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was shocked by it. I, I guess I didn't realize it was that bad. I saw it coming. He lost, God, a bunch was, of weight. Yeah, he was skinny. Yeah. He was I'd almost skeletal, almost skeletal. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Well, Vance is gone this week. He's a, uh, a sick little duckling. <laughs> so we got Cameron Meyer here. Uh, Thanks for la- having me. Yeah, dude, last minute got you in here. Um, Ryan and I probably could have done it, but it's it's nice having three voices talking about topics and things like that. So I think that's good. Um, what uh, are you excited about today? Are you excited about yeah, this? Yeah, man, it was a good time. I had fun doing the Touching Base episode. Uh, hopped on the land party. We'll talk about that a little later. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I was excited to do this again. I'm really starting to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew you had some <laughs> some opinions too. So yeah, it, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. So we get into Nebraska basketball here. Um, wah, 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 you know. <laughs> what was that here? Oh, that works. <laughs> yeah, that so one works R- Ryan's working the board today. He's practicing for when we uh, when we get uh, down in the studio. We've got another move here. We're in the living room of my house, <laughs> kind of in a scuffed little setup here. That's why there's no video. Uh, hopefully, in a week or two, we'll be in the basement and everything will go as smooth as possible. But I wanted to get Ryan used to producing the show and using yeah. the equipment and stuff. Uh, but yeah, Nebraska basketball. That's it looks so good at times. And then it's just like, we play great. And then we fall flat. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The hype of having that red kingdom episode last week, going to that game on Thursday, so elated. And then watching that Illinois game and us just losing by a couple points. Um, and then last night was just horrid in my opinion we didn't play well at all you no, know last only had what did five points something like that he yeah he was uh he just flat just couldn't uh couldn't hit it yeah we just couldn't do anything we shot 45 percent, which is kind of crazy for what you know six out of 19 from three though never gonna do well doing that no, it just seemed like we couldn't rebound the ball at all. Yeah, thirty-three to forty on the rebounds. The, when I was when I did catch some of it, points off turnovers twenty to zero. Yeah. Oh, it was twenty just to zero. Terrible mistakes. <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Four blocks to three. There we go. Turnovers. We had sixty. We doubled their turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to win a game when you turn it over that many times. Oh, it's just, and some of it was just stupid. There was two, three, two or three slips on the court. Yeah, there was a few of those. I did see that. Yeah, which I don't know if it was just the purple part of the court or I don't know what their problem was, but that was there was a couple bad. steals that were really bad. It was just kind of sloppy play on our part. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing. We did that against Wisconsin. Vance and I watched at the end of the end of the or the end of the first half. We turned it over at the top of the key twice in a row to the same guy <laughs> for a bucket, and we and that's when we were down by like sixteen or twenty points, and we're like, ah, oh, well, this, this game's over. A, yeah, not a good one then. Yeah. There was a few times it looked like, all right, here we go. We're going to come back again, going overtime again, but it just never never got there. Mm-mm. The uh, Illinois game, I mean, I thought it was an all right game. Um, here's the stats here. Where's the rebounds? Oh, my God. No wonder we lost that game, 33-50. to 50. Jeez. Yeah, the rebound difference there. Offensive rebound. That's the other thing that's killing us is the offensive rebounds. They had 17 offensive rebounds. That's a pile compared to what? Five? 17 to five. Yeah. We like shoot the ball and we think it's going in and then it doesn't, but we're we guys never fight for it. Court. We never fight for it. Mm-hmm. 
Got 21 fouls to 11, too, on that game. Hmm. Turnovers are bad in there, too, 9 to 14. Just We just cannot play on the road. No. They, they can't so get hyped. They it's, can't get hyped outside of you can't PBA. Bring the, yeah, you can't bring the crowd with you, apparently, and it's just... It shows. I just don't get it. I, I mean, they're still talking. We should should still make the tournament. I'm thinking, right? Mm. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. We have to, we'd have to win another. Who do we got left? We got Michigan, Penn State, Indiana, Minnesota, Ohio State, Rutgers, and then Michigan again. We would have to beat Michigan for sure because they just beat uh, Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. Seen that. So if, if we, we can beat Michigan, I mean, we went out. Would be nice. I don't foresee that happening. Though. No, no. If we can figure it out how to do it, that's we're, we're like a decent Vance. team. How many of those? How many of those games are home? Um, uh, four. Four. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll win four. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win <laughs> we're those gonna four. Win four. Four sure. <laughs> so that'll and be good. We need one on the road. Then that would be at least right. We lost to Rutgers, right? At one point uh, this year already? I think I think we did, yeah. Let me Yeah, we lost by what was that, five? I was gonna say that might be a game we could win, but we already lost to him, so I don't but know. That yeah, that was there. Was it that was that Rutgers? Yeah. And this that's be that's one home. of our homes. So okay. I mean that's that's easy twenty points right there to be at home, I think, yeah. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> if the whole team could go off at the same time, usually like in the Wisconsin game, Tomonaga only had two points. Yeah. Wilcher went off. Last night, I don't think Wilcher had much of anything. Neither did he on against Illinois. Hmm. It's like they just can't all go off at the same time. Yeah, they need. I don't know what they need to do exactly, but if they can just win, just figure out how to get some hype outside. <laughs> yeah, of like PBA. just get pumped up. Yeah. yeah, like they get so into the game when they're when the crowd's into it and, and it's loud there. Yeah, like it's it like. Is. Yeah, I definitely want to go to a definitely game. loud. It'd be a good time. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't. I can't really critique him any other way besides just fucking box out. <laughs> yeah, there was a little box bit of that. Box out. Just box out. Get the rebound. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on him. Uh, Vance isn't here to pump it up. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, I'm worried we're not going to make the tournament. Just a like a little worried. tough love, maybe, is what they need. Something. Little <laughs> Hoiberg plays well. He's always all over the court. I yeah, like, like him. Yeah. Like I said, there's there's times they shine, and they're like, man, we're, we're great. And then mm-hmm. just nothing. I don't know. <laughs> it's frustrating, but we'll move on from that. I don't keep knocking them down too much. Uh, Ex-Nebraska running back, though, Rex Burkhead is going to retire after 10 seasons in the NFL. He's a good run. I mean, he's done some cool things in the NFL. He's won some Super Bowls. Yeah. I believe he was on the Patriots teams that won yep. a couple yep. times. Yep. Uh, I mean, he had a good career. He was he was a very good uh, person to be on those Patriots teams because they, they all of them were like role players. That turned out to be studs, right? You had uh, Julian Edelman, who would have probably never shined on another team. No, every, everybody worked together well on them Patriots teams when they were winning all them Super Bowls. And I hated them, but yeah. yeah same here. I hated every year. Good teams. <laughs> um, his his. I was looking at his stats. I was expecting more out of 10 years. But, I don't think uh, we've heard a lot of him the last few years, have we? Mm-mm. And he didn't have any stats his first season, so he must not have played much. No, he, he didn't play very much at all during the... Uh, Cincinnati time. But he only had, what, 1,900 rushing yards and, like, 1,500 receiving yards for his career? Yeah, that's yeah, that's total for the whole career. Just kind of crazy. Yeah, you know? not as much as you'd expect, but... Obviously a role player, but yeah. a good role player. 
I mean, he did the job. Anybody that sticks around for ten years has got to be doing something, right? Yeah, I would say, especially a running back. Yeah, you don't see too many running backs uh, stick but, past eight. Yeah, years that life anymore. expectancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. kudos to him. One of the last few like decent, like big names. Come out to of come Nebraska. Out of Nebraska. Yeah, like, when was on the, the offensive side? Yeah, I guess. on There's, the offensive side yeah. of the ball. Yeah, obviously Sue. Yeah, um, and, and some uh, other uh, Levante David. Levante David. That's yeah. the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. there's been quite a few other ones, but offensively, yeah. he's been kind of the only decent one. Yeah, that's I don't remember. I'm time. trying to think of another big offensive name to come out in a while. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of any. Um, so kudos to him, man. Good career, awesome job, great guy, from what I know. Yeah, never he, heard nothing bad about him. Never mm, got in any no. trouble. I didn't, feel. Didn't he help start that Jack? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, he yeah. was a big supporter of that. I don't yeah. know if he helped start it or just to help move it. Because he was like the big, the one of the big names that was like part, of the, a part of the start of that. I think. Pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I okay. believe you're right. Okay, that's awesome. Um, moving on a little bit, we're gonna keep on sports for a little bit longer here. I know you guys don't always like the sports, but we have some sports stuff this week, especially with last week's episode being all about Nebraska. Um, Kobe Bryant statue and sucks that Vance isn't here for this one. He's a huge. <laughs> when I seen that, I was like, oh, he's gonna be ready for that one. Yeah, he's a huge uh, Mamba fan. Mamba fan, and and good kudos to him. Um, but the statue is well deserved. Um, I think anyway. I, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's definitely he's one, definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, on one of the greatest of. Yeah, some of the commentators now that he's passed away. Are kind of giving him some slight, you know, trying to bump LeBron, yeah, above him, and I'm like, fucking get out of here. Yeah, there's <laughs> get out of here. Not even close. No, LeBron can, LeBron can go sit on a rock. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> a big LeBron I, fan. I wish I had a clip of from Kobe. He was on a late night show, um, gosh, with James Gordon, and it was a, a spill your guts or something where they eat nasty food yeah. or tell tell the truth mm-hmm. and he says all right here's your question you michael and lebron put them in order from top three and he had to eat like some liver jelly or something yeah. and he looks at it and he goes that's easy me michael lebron yeah <laughs> yeah he's always he would always say that too yeah. and i would say i mean obviously i'm gonna stick with michael that's always will too. yep yep i can see that idea but Kobe's my second. Yeah. And I hated him through the years that he played until yeah. towards the end. He was good. Just one of those great basketball players. We're always going to, we're never, well, we're never going to see him play ever again, Mm-mm. unfortunately. Yeah, it's just like the Tom Brady thing. I hated Tom Brady when he played, but, but he's, there's a reason I'm why not, he's I'm not going to say he's not one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. But we're looking at some of his stats here. Kobe's numbers under his, he, was, he wore two numbers through his career, uh, 10 seasons each, which is even crazier. It yeah. was exactly 10 seasons That's each. That's pretty crazy, yeah. But the first 10 seasons, I mean, eight all-star selections, four first-team uh, All-NBA, three championships, 16,866 points. <laughs> Second 10 seasons is 24, 10 all-star selections, first-team All-NBA seven times, two championships, and almost the same amount of points. It's just two Hall of Fame seasons. Yeah. And Insane numbers. It's just crazy. I just And watching him through the Shaq years, you know, he always had that, that – um, Second guy, Shaq, and then he had Powell. Yep. Um, but it was always, you know, 81 points against the Raptors. Yeah. Like, just again, <laughs> crazy numbers to it's one person. From. And then when he went out, I remember him um, when he tore his Achilles and came back out and shot free throws. <laughs> yeah, that's 
I watched clips of him dislocating fingers, going out and getting it popped back and going out and playing again. Like, yeah, I don't know if you'll ever see that kind of stuff anymore ever again. And no, him, him playing on the Olympic team and like yeah. setting the tone for everybody and everyone's like, oh, oh, this is how we're going to play. It's going to be a physical game. Yeah. And he set that. Yeah. It, that was cool. That's the Mamba mentality. Yeah. That's what, you know, it's true. Completely different person off the court, but oh, on, yeah. on. Great guy from what I know. Well, yeah, you get on court and it's just. It's an, game an time. Yep. Yeah. I'm here it's, to play. I'm going to win. Yeah. Do my best. Doing my All job. Time. Yeah, he was, a, he was definitely a beast. He was something else. I was trying to think of another story uh, with him regarding some, you know, say, along the same type of lines. But just, uh, yeah, just a great player. I was truly saddened when he passed away. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a big shock for it, you know. It, he had so much left to give. Like, he had just stopped playing basketball like two years prior. Yeah, it wasn't long he was retired. Mm -hmm. oh. It was nuts. He had so much left to... Obviously, he probably wasn't going to commentate and stuff, but just to, to stuff be to around give. his girls and and actually be a dad. You know, he put all of his heart and soul into basketball. Yeah. You know, and just never got the chance to really be and, that person. And yeah. mentor. Just think of all the kids and everything, you know. He was right. a hero right. you know, to a lot of people. He was Vance's hero. Yeah. 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 So... R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. to Toby Keith. Lost a couple. Good ones. I know Kobe was a while back, but they put the statue up today, so we had to had to talk about him. Um, Super Bowl this weekend. I'm excited. Yep. Are you? Yeah. You coming over here? I hadn't thought about that okay. yet. Well, I, no, no, I can't. Wife's okay. got to work. Oh shoot. Well, you'll be watching it. You'll be, here, be in, watching you'll it. be here in spirit. Yeah. You coming? I I have a Super Bowl party we do every okay, year good. at the. At the house. So. Well, you you have fun. You all be here in spirit. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I got all parents and everybody, brothers, sisters, nice. everybody coming fun. back. Cooking so. some gator or no? Not not this time. <laughs> I have used your gator story a few times to let people know you can buy alligator on Amazon. <laughs> not a lot of people know that surprisingly. Yeah, I did. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. It was a spur of the moment thing too because I looked at all the other sites and then just all right. Let's <laughs> see if Amazon's got it. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so um, who you got? I'm gonna pick Chiefs. Fuck you, man. I'm gonna have to pick Chiefs. I, I want the Niners to win. Yeah. I my gut tells me I'm wrong. I, I think yeah. the Chiefs are gonna pull it out. And I think it's gonna be 34-28. It'll be high scoring, I think. You're probably right with the Chiefs pick. I just I don't think I I just can't pick them this year. I don't want to. I don't I had them losing in the first round of the playoffs, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, I've, I think didn't a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, every time they, every game, it was just a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. A little bit more. Well, I, I had Tampa and Houston going to the Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl, so. Uh, long, long shots, but yep. I tried. Baltimore laid the egg. Yeah. They, they, it was theirs to win. So, Damn. and they, and they. What the, what, yeah. What the score to be in? That was, they only scored one touchdown or something, mm -hmm. didn't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, they yeah, lost. I thought, I thought that would be a lot better game. The funny thing is, so, and I heard this stat the other day. So, yes, Baltimore only scored one touchdown, but they held the Chiefs in the second half. Mm -hmm. Now, that has happened, I think, in like four or five of their games this year, where they've been held, the Chiefs have been held to nothing in the second half. So, as long as you can shut them down in the first, right. you got a shot. Right. That's, that's what it seems like, anyway. Yeah. But you can't go against Mahomes no matter how get, much time's left. He gets back to the corner, he'll just do something crazy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Always does. You'll see the best football you've seen in a long time, and it's like, God, I hate this guy. <laughs> I liked him a couple years ago. That's what I, it always goes that way for me. 
I guess if you win too much, I don't like you no more. You, now yeah, that you become, definitely happens. You, you become know? the new Brady, and it's like, come pretty on, much. man. Somebody else needs to win one. Yeah. He is pretty humble, though, I guess. I can't hate him too much. No. That's, so. He's a good guy. He does good things for the community in yeah. Kansas City. So, But I still don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe I'm just tired of the Taylor Swift stuff. I just didn't want him there. Not, but not Big Swifty? Not really. So I have a house full of women. So, so we I'm not a huge Swifty, but uh, the rest of my family is. So they watch football because him. of it. Yeah, I don't mind him talking about her. Colin Cowherd said something about, you know, you always see celebrities get shown at games. I'm like, yeah, but. Not that much. Not that much. Not, yeah. not any time her boyfriend gets a catch. Yeah. And like, you know, it's a publicity thing. That's all they want. They, yeah. I mean, she's one of the most popular artists out there. Right. And trying to appeal to little girls and everything else. Right. I mean, it's working. I'm trying to think. See, there was a number that came out like the dollar value she was worth to the NFL by being there. It was a ridiculous amount of money. It's a lot because she brought in so many people that had never probably watched before or cared. Yeah. Well, think of the $5 Peacock game too. Right. Hmm. It's just uh, crazy to me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably in the billions. It was it was definitely in the billions. Like it was four hundred billion dollars. Probably was just in jersey sales amount. alone. Yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> thought about the merchandise sales. Man, and the Chiefs, their their value probably went up a shit ton this year. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs hunts the prob- They should probably sell. Have you seen the thing about if the Chiefs win, the coach is going to retire, and then Belichick will Andy uh, Reid? Yeah, yeah Andy I Reed. don't foresee that being. Um, I don't know. What would what would you do? Andy Reid's a little more laid back in. than Belichick. Yeah. I don't think Mahomes and Belichick would get along. No, I don't. I don't, think, so I don't think so either. But that's that's been like the top of the room. Really, right I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So I've heard that, but I hadn't heard how much past it. Probably in the last week, I haven't seen anything on it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it's more of a, a crazy thing for Belichick that nobody picked him up during the coaching window mm-hmm. yeah yeah there was a few but i think he just wants so much power and no one wants to give him that much so yeah. much power and i just they were saying and i think this too he's probably not that well he, he probably doesn't relate well to the players mm-hmm. yeah. but yes you can have your staff do that for you like you can pick the right staff to do that but it's like i don't know i think some of the players like having that the game relationship the game has changed quite a bit in mm-hmm. that in that aspect so i don't know that's why you see the success from the lions with campbell and you know, I, I I definitely think the players are looking more for that out of your head coach. Plus, I think he has too many booty calls in the New England area. <laughs> you guys see that video of him leaving no. a house early in the morning? I have not. With no. no shoes. You never seen that? No. We'll have to play. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, him him leaving the house like it was like a ring doorbell or something. <laughs> no shoes on, carrying his coat, leaving the leaving this random person's house. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting his booty call in. Yep. Good for old Bill. <laughs> exactly. You won't see my rings. <laughs> anyway, all right. I'll give you guys the Chiefs. I, that's probably what's going to happen. I just, I'm, I don't know. I like Brock Purdy. I think he's gotten a lot of flack this year. Unwarranted. I like I him too. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good dude. Same thing. Nice yeah. guy. Long, I like to, I'd like long to career. See, yeah, I'd like to see Christian McCaffrey win one. Yeah. Too. I. I, I like I said I want the Niners to win, but I just my gut tells me I, I can't. So I am flooded with Chiefs stuff. I have a lot of friends that are really big Chiefs fans. Mm-hmm. So that's all I see on Facebook and Snapchat after they play. So I I like the Broncos, which it's been a long. <laughs> I'm a Fairweather not fan. That long. I mean, it's been a yeah, while. It's not that long ago, was it? Peyton in the well, Peyton one. 
I guess it's longer than I thought, probably. Yeah, yeah that's probably oh, uh, 10 it, years, isn't it? Kinda, it? Has it been 10 years? It's got to be 10 years. It's got to be close. Holy cow. Apparently, I don't know how the world works. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a Fairweather Broncos fan. I only watch when they're good. Dude, I mean, I watch the Bears, but here pretty soon, and I've been saying this a bunch, if they pick Caleb Williams, I'm going to be a Bucks fan. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm not kidding. You guys think I'm kidding. Even Vance thinks I'm kidding. I've been a Bears fan my whole life, and if they go quarterback again, I'm going to uproot. Just got to switch over and gonna have to at that point because then we'll i mean keep picking quarterbacks we're not gonna be good for another 30 years what yeah. are they missing i'll be dead i what? mean what are they missing offensive line would be a, a great I mean, start the if if they did take a quarterback right which is the wrong move mm-hmm. we've, we've established that mm-hmm. don't trade fields let him get some time under mm-hmm. his belt and get comfortable in the nfl and don't just throw him to the wolves and ruin another perfectly good quarterback. You could literally put the best quarterback in the league. You put Mahomes behind the Bears, and he's still going to get line, his shit. And he's, gonna, he's not going to be good. No, he's going to get hurt. <laughs> it's definitely a he's team. Go, I don't like getting hit. Right. <laughs> That's why I like Fields because he gets hit, he gets back up, yep. and he goes right back to it. I like Fields. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Let's just let let him get, give him some pieces. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to put the right pieces in front of him to protect him, right. and then see what he can do. And if right. he can't do it with a good line. Then make the decision. Right. Well, you got to give some of these young guys some time to mature, too, you know. That, right? I mean, it's that's crazy. I mean, that's a, yeah. from college to NFL, that's a jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody's on that level. Like, they're all good. So the slightest little hiccup, you know, you, you're not good anymore. Well, it also tells you how long <laughs> it's been since we've had a decent quarterback to stick around, to have somebody build underneath him. Yeah. You know, Vance gives a bunch of shit to Jordan Love, but at least he was there through the Rodgers years and got to – um, develop a develop little a little bit mm-hmm. you can tell but you can tell yeah you can tell when he's out on the field that he's a lot more developed than a justin fields or any of these rookie quarterbacks obviously patrick mahomes is a different story he's just who he is but yeah i don't know your uh broncos the last super bowl february 7th 2015 oh. almost 10 years yeah that's I've, god i feel old yeah <laughs> it feels like it was like just done that long ago yeah it, hmm it was almost a quarter of our life ago. I did kind of quit watching there after, for a while, like right before COVID and then a little bit after COVID. So I, that's probably where my gap is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we watched any football during COVID hardly at all. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I wasn't a big, like I'm a huge sports guy, but during that whole time, like even the NBA, I, I have a hard time watching the NBA right now. Yeah. It's I, just not I a good product. I can't the NBA yeah. hardly at all. And taking the fans out really kind of ruined it. Through COVID, yeah. Yeah, through COVID. Yeah. I mean... The the crowd makes those events, yeah, and I think they that really show, showed strong during COVID. You know, well, and that also is what hurt the product. Now, like the the guys don't want to play; they're getting paid how many millions of dollars in, in the NBA? I'm saying to play this game, and they're not going hard every single day. Yeah, what did when yeah. here about a month ago? Didn't somebody get there was ice, and he's like, "I'm not coming. Yep. It's not worth it." Yep, yep. <laughs> ice it, storm. It's just crazy to me. Like, just the ungodly amount of these contracts that they're getting in the NBA and then not wanting to play. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy to me. So anyway, all right, enough about sports land party recap real fast. You're both first time there. We did a live broadcast and we also have a podcast out on the touching base side that kind of goes through all the interviews in a quick, you know, not quick, it's a two hour long podcast, but it does get some interviews for all the admin team and some gamers and stuff. Um, thoughts, Cam, on the LAN party? It was epic. I, if you enjoy video games, you need to be at this. Even if you don't play the video games they play there, 
Like, it was still a great time. It's just a nice hang, right? Yeah. Even I, just to come. I didn't even play video games at the thing. I just wanted to come check it out, and I was there for three hours and had a blast. I was going to say you were there for quite a while. Yeah. 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 It was It was. And a I knew great more time. people there than I expected to, which was even better. And most people probably would. Yeah. I think. Uh, and you're bringing more people next time? Yep. I think I'm going to try and bring like five people next yeah. time. Actually going to participate? Yep. I'm going right. to bring the sim rig down. i got plans. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm going to bring as many people as I can. I got a couple guys at work that want to come, and I uh, my kid wants to play Madden next year. Uh, he's been training up ever since he he left the land party. So, <laughs> And if you if any of you guys are listening or when you get told this, if you guys need any invites to the Discord to kind of vote on games, that's going to be closing in a couple weeks, but we can get you guys an invite to the Discord. If you don't have Discord, ask Cam or Ryan or me. Yeah, or we can get you all hooked up on it. We can get you hooked up on what it is, how it works. Um, otherwise, what were your thoughts, Ryan, about the whole event itself? I, I was shocked at how big it was and how many people had so many unique setups. Like, that was the coolest thing, seeing all the different computer setups and all the different... No two setups were the same. Everybody kind of had their own personality shown through their PC or their whatever setup they were running that day. Um my kids wanting to build a PC now, so I have that headache. But <laughs> I I got quite a bit of the parts though. That was cool. You I won, won some prizes. I, I won quite a bit of prizes there. Yep. Ton so. of giveaway stuff. I was really surprised at how much stuff companies yeah, had about donated. three thousand dollars worth of stuff. That's awesome. You donated. Yep. That was pretty cool of you to do that. Some yep. expensive gear. I, I would have won the free internet for six months through Aloe, but <laughs> yeah, I don't but live you, in the area. Right. <laughs> so but then I won the controller. The yep. The, the scuff one. Yeah, the scuff one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I won't let my kid touch that. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I want to play with that one. I said, yeah. no, buddy. That's a $250 controller. That's, that's half the council, bud. Don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good event. We had a lot of cool sponsors, Meyer Tool Service being one of them. Um, my, I sponsored it, too. Uh, we did the golden ticket, uh, $1,000 to the, the golden ticket winner, which is... I, that's a that should be bringing in people alone. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> yeah, you have a chance to win, and it's 2024. There's, I mean, there's no closet gamers anymore. Everybody plays video games. Anymore. Right. Come out, anybody that's listening to this. If you like video games, come out. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And for both of you seeing the stuff, did, were, was the stuff safe? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like if they bring, if people bring their stuff down there, there wasn't any electrical issues. There wasn't anything getting fried. There, no. Uh, we, no had ar- we had we had armed security. 10 gig internet the whole time too the high speed internet that was huge thing and i actually left i forgot my wallet in my bag and i was like i'm a little nervous about that and then i came back and it was fine so yep i mean yeah it was i was thinking about calling you but i don't know it was pretty late it works out i mean we have armed security there from two to eight in the morning um We've yet to have anything stolen. We've yet to have anything happen. Uh, it's just a bunch of gamers having fun. That's cool. We yeah. need more stuff like that around here. Agreed. Definitely. I agree with you. So that was cool. Um, we're going to get into the the meat of the show here, uh, the politics and the news and you know, the fun stuff you guys love. Uh, <laughs> the first clip we're going to play is, uh, this is Joe Rogan. I think it was either this week or last week he had Aaron Rodgers on. And they were discussing a little bit about uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and some of the House and the Senate and some of their insider training stuff. So we'll listen to this real quick and discuss it afterwards. They have to do two things. Two things would fix a lot. They have to stop 
Congress people from being able to fucking insider trade. That shit is insane. When you see the fact that these people are making one hundred seventy thousand, incredible. Oh, she's great at it. She's man. amazing. She's, amazing. At it. she's cool. a wizard at it. But it's not just her. If you look at the chart, that's the thing about it is they all kind of keep their mouth shut because if you look at the real numbers, it's pretty much divided it's between both Republicans it's and Democrats. Yeah, it's both. Both sides are doing it. But that's that's crazy. They put Martha Stewart in jail for way less. Martha Stewart. They put Martha Stewart, <laughs> America's mom. They put her in jail. For insider trading, and yet these Congress people are completely exempt from it. But it and wasn't them, right? It was their significant other. I'm sure they weren't sharing any information. Some of it's them. Some of it is them. Oh yeah, it's them. Yeah, yeah. They they know what bills are going to be passed. They buy a shitload of stock, and they pass these bills, and then this whatever industry is goes up, and they make enormous profits. There's people that are making 150, 170, 200 thousand dollars a year, and they're worth 90 million dollars. In any other business, you'd be investigated. Tell me how yeah. the fuck and that If you happens. were a fucking plumber yeah, and you were making $190,000 a year and you were worth hundreds of millions of dollars, people would go, what the fuck are you doing, Ted? You know, they would <laughs> crawl up your ass with a microscope. Where the fuck did you get this money? How do you know all these things? Like, where are you getting this data? <laughs> how are you able to do this? Oh, you pass the laws? You pass the laws that changes the value of these companies and then you gamble on that? That's what you're doing? You're going to jail. You're going to jail. Like that that should be illegal because you're going to do things to profit that are above and be, that that are ahead. You're going to put that ahead of the better good of the United States. You're going to. They all do. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. This is just um it, it's asinine and Vance and I have talked about this round and round and round almost on every other episode that if you, just like he said, if you're out there making the fucking laws, you shouldn't be able to do that shit. You shouldn't no. be able to do any trade. You shouldn't be able to do any of that stuff. I mean, isn't it like sports related? If you're playing a sport and you bet on your team, right? It's illegal. That, that's yeah. illegal. It's illegal. That's that's huge. Every Pete, Pete Rose, why, Pete Rose was, I think he almost served jail time for throwing the world, betting on the World Series. Even, even though he bet game. on his himself, I don't think he did. That that was what was it? Okay, it, I'm pretty sure. Well, we'll have to look into maybe that. Maybe he did. Maybe Pete Rose bet on himself. But, but there was the NBA never, referee that was shaving points. Yeah, that's or you know calling, making calls. So I know it's a really big thing in the racing industry with NASCAR and everything. There is a huge meeting every year before the teams go to Daytona that says you, as a a uh, industry person, cannot gamble. On any racing, if found out that, then you're done. You're out. Do you know even how regulated I am? I can't yeah. even. I can't even have certain trading accounts, and I and I. I mean, I sell them. Obviously, I I deal in them, but they're the one. Like I don't make the laws to make them happen. Yeah, I mean, see, that's the bullshit. I forgot that's what Martha Stewart went to jail for. Yeah, to jail. Yeah, she went <laughs> to, to jail. jail. And Martha it wasn't even. Stewart. It wasn't even nearly the insider trading that these. Uh, politicians have, and that's why we need term limits. We need to go back to this term limits. They just need all gone. Like, yeah, it's drain, when, when we drain say the drain the swamp, hit yeah, it, it, the it, fucking reset. It doesn't matter. Me. It's both sides, like yeah. they said, both sides. Yeah, it is both, and that's the bad. They that's go the out and say part. they go out and say one thing to make make the voters happy. Say, hey, I'm going to do this, and then go do another because they're lying in their own pocket. Well, they can, you know, yeah. that's what's part. Yeah, and yeah, nobody's stopping them. Yeah. I mean, I I would really like to hope to think if I was in that position that I would not go that route, but it's probably super difficult not oh, to. Oh, you just think of the money. You know, you're, yeah. there's just money and power. 
I've come to I've come to realize that I obviously money's a good thing. I do like money. But I I, I think I've cared um, that's why we're doing this podcast. I've cared so much about not having that stuff be happening that I I know I for sure wouldn't do it except for, unless it was the right reasons and it wasn't cheating, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like the lobbyists and the like think about the money not, not only the money they're getting from doing the trading, but the money they're getting from these lobbyists and the companies that want those bills to happen. Like it's tenfold. Yeah. Like what, like you said, they're making they're one hundred and seventy thousand to two hundred thousand dollar paid positions, and they're multi millionaires. Yeah, yeah. Multiple Nancy Pelosi. Homes. Yeah, that's Look what how, I mean. I mean, she's worth millions. And you can't tell me that she's not giving information to her husband. I want to know a fucking hedge fund yeah. manager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I want to know what other industry has that big of a change where you make that much less per year, but you're worth. Five, ten, twenty times. I mean, and nobody's looking into it. No, like, no one cares because they're about you know they can't be touched. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think if there is any other industry. I mean, obviously, entrepreneurs and stuff. We on paper don't um, aren't. If we do it the right way, we're not very rich on paper. Yes, that's, that's the way to look at. It. I have a lot of assets. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they just have lots of money. Like obviously, they, they put it in in the right places, but. I mean, at some point, you can only buy so many things, you know. Yeah, I, know. I mean, big old houses. I mean, that's Nancy Pelosi's house over there in California. It's freaking huge. Well, she's got multiple houses. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah she then, would. Yeah, and then buying land and all the other stuff. Just yeah, write-offs. Right. Yeah. It's just, I, I, it, it needs to be banned completely. Yeah. You, and is it one of those things where it's almost so far? How do we go back now? Like, what do we like? Just. As we said on Bryce's podcast, put them in the wood chipper. Yep. <laughs> Not wrong. I don't know. I, I mean, there's... I, it's got to get cut off at the head somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's... It can't be a slow go. You can't start at the States because that's not where the worst part of it is. No. It yeah, has you're to be right. federal. It's got to be at the, right at the top. Yeah. But how do you do it when you have the system where it's supposed to be checks and balances between the three branches, but yet... Two of them are going to just protect themselves. Well, the one branch is appointed by yeah. the other. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, like, that's where it's getting utilized. That's where all this stuff is being corrupted. Yeah. Is that they're, you know, and Trump did it too. Biden did it. You know, they're appointing who they feel. Like Trump, was one of Trump's last things he did was appoint one of the, or two justices. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty late in the game, wasn't it? Um, on was, purpose. Yeah. You know, I get why he did it. And I'm glad he did at this point now because... The, all these, you know, the Colorado thing, him being off the ballot would be a probably a for sure thing. They're relooking yeah. at that, by the way. I didn't put it on the show tonight because I, I didn't have a chance to read through everything, but they are at the Supreme Court talking about they're appealing getting him off the ballot in certain states, though. It's insane. Hmm. I don't but at that point, I mean, it's it's democracy. I agree with you. Yeah. They're, they're fighting that the states should be able to. Uh, it's a whole thing. You'll have to go yeah. listen to it. I don't I'll have to look into that a little more, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was just something that was swept under already. Like, we're over it, but... No, it's in not. the Supreme Court now. Damn. Yep. It's uh, it's going to be a... It's an uphill battle for Mr. Mr. Trump, but... <clears throat> I still think he's going to be fine. I mean, it, he's got... I mean, did you see the thing about... Uh, what's the other Republican lady? Uh, Haley. Haley. She ran in... She's calling like cheating in, well, no. in in Nevada right now. Yeah, Nevada. She <laughs> she ran unopposed and lost to nobody. Oh, she had thirty percent. 
60% went with nobody. Yeah. It was uh, something about the caucus. I, don't, I didn't read into that either. But, yeah, she was basically saying that Trump was cheating in Nevada. <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. I've driven across the country a lot. And you would, I mean, the amount of Trump flags that were still hanging up all over the country oh, when we sure. drove to Arizona last year, going through Texas and uh, New Mexico and stuff. I, how could anybody? That's also why I don't fully believe, because Arizona went blue, right? Yeah. This last election. Yep. And I still don't believe that. because when we were all, down there. And I talked to some people in Arizona, and they just couldn't believe what had happened in their state. Just couldn't believe it. And it was mostly Maricopa County, right? Yeah, there was one. Which is was, what, Phoenix? Yep. So that's what it boils down to in all these in all these elections. Yeah, they go for the, big it's the biggest It's the biggest, in, just like Omaha. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Omaha, like, Omaha they, Lincoln, went go blue. blue. It's crazy. And that that's was the, the first part. time it actually happened. Yeah. Right? Because it did, it did split this, the electoral votes this last election, yeah, it did. didn't it? Yep. It did, it yep. Did. First time that's happened in, I don't even know how long, in Nebraska. Yeah, I don't. It had to be a while. That's crazy. Anyway, insider trading, not good. Get rid of it. Get them out of there. Agreed. Cut it <laughs> off of the head. Um, next stuff we're going to talk about is on the border crisis. Uh, let's get that Tucker. Yeah, that. So this first clip, I think, is Tucker just kind of talking about it. This is like from like January 25th or it's a while ago, I think. Um that's here. fine. It's yeah, just January twenty fifth. Okay, so it's a while ago, but it's just him kind of talking about the border. The numbers you need to understand. Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not eleven million; it's north of twenty two million. Twenty two million. Oh my God. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship, voting rights. Twenty two million new voters. Fact mm -hmm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four, the largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and, and, and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. Are that you, is the yeah. truth of our immigration debate, period. The numbers you need to understand. Okay. Yale University released. So <clears throat> both of you, after listening to those numbers and listening to some of those studies, thoughts? That's insane. That's way more than I thought it was. That's That was a Yale study. Yeah, that's a legitimate study. Evan, I'm uh, you. <laughs> uh, 22 million. That's insane. And not, only, voters. not only that. Just the drugs. I mean, stuff's coming. If people are coming across, drugs are coming across. Yep. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. The same thing we talked about with the TSA agents and the no air marshals. It's super easy to even come by plane now. You don't even have to just yeah, go they, to the border. I still hope that they were just covering up some stuff and we really actually have air marshals out there. I fucking hope so. Uh, I really hope so. <laughs> I'm, I won't fly right now. Yeah. I fly mm -hmm. at the end of the month. It's just uh, a little uneasy since knowing that. And you can't even, you can't even have, you can't even protect yourself. Yeah. Can't bring a little pocket knife, can't, nothing. Nope, lost a few good pocket knives at the airport over the years. Yeah, <laughs> had to figure out something else on them. I'm trying to think of things on the plane you could, there's really nothing on the plane you could probably use, huh? Get the pin off the yeah. stewardess. You're not supposed to call them that, off the, the flight attendant. Flight attendant. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't wanted to fly since COVID. I've done it a lot. Uh, going to our tool shows and stuff, it uh, it's definitely different. I'm glad we don't have to wear the mask. That was miserable. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we flew with two two-year-olds, and they were supposed to wear masks. That yeah, have good yeah, luck. Good luck keeping them on. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it, it's it's it when we call it a crisis, it's a crisis right now. Yeah, and it's just what it is. Hey, There's I, no other way to put it. I, I'm a little lucky with working at NIM because I haven't flown commercial in a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah. So you want to hook me up in the end of my <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It, it's it's a whole different experience. You just show up and they're like, "Yeah, you ready to go? All right, hop in." Uh, Wouldn't it be nice to, and it's not about the money to have a plane, it's about the time. So you have to be in a, in a business where it's not a luxury, it's a, I have to be in so many different spots at certain times to really want to buy a plane Yeah, where it actually makes it feasible. Yeah. 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 I I think that plane goes pretty much constantly. I think there's three or four companies in town that have planes. I think you're right. My brother-in-law actually sells planes down in Kansas. Really? Yeah, down hmm. in uh, uh, Wichita at the... Uh, like fl- like um, plane, planes like that? Yeah, private stuff. <clears throat> Not just uh, like little, what do man, they call I'm them, pod jumpers? <laughs> yeah. No, there's some fancy... Uh, there was a guy from Russia that started selling online, like an eBay thing. Started on eBay way back in the day, and this guy is a multi-bajillionaire guy. planes? No, uh, sorry, just selling just oh, random stuff oh, on eBay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and just... Yeah, he's one of their customers now, and he flies in, and they <laughs> charter him all over. That's really cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's neat. I, I follow a guy on TikTok that sells planes, and he was explaining that, how it's, you know, explaining the, the justification of what when when and why you would need a plane and things like that. So mm. it, was, it was very interesting. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's, so that, that's very interesting. This next clip is Brett Weinstein talking to Tucker Carlson. I think this, this one's a little longer, but we'll listen to it and um, hear what he has to say here. Uh, doubtless you have seen Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois' comments in the Senate where you said, hey, we should let people who came here illegally join the U.S. military. What, what does that make you think? Well, this makes me think back to the COVID crisis and some thoughts that I was developing then about the insanity of throwing highly trained people in many cases out of the U.S. military for refusing to take the so-called vaccines. Now, my sense at the time... So, I forgot that this this is what the clip was about. So, he's saying that it was all calculated. Obviously, we knew... uh, Some of us think that COVID was a a calculated thing to try to scare the populace. Some of us. us. And (laughs) with... He's talking about with the military that it was a calculated thing to get rid of the ones that wouldn't take the vaccine to replace. So it was all the the border crisis. Everything's been calculated to bring in more people to put them in the military so that we look weak, in my opinion. Thoughts on that? That's <laughs> just some more. You know, we always talk about conspiracy, mm-hmm. but uh, they always come true. Yep. Okay. Time was that that likely had the purpose of getting rid of the kinds of people who refuse yes. moral orders. That's right. And that it created a much more compliant force. Now, what happens <laughs> if migrants are given citizenship in exchange for military service in the U.S. military? That seems to create a major hazard because the perverse incentives for a migrant and the lack of allegiance to fundamental American values 
means that that would be just the kind of force that could be used to impose tyranny on other Americans. Martial because, law. Uh, yep. Because they would have, you know, no history with us that would cause them to think twice. We've seen this before with the Roman legions. Um, that's exactly my conclusion. Um, does that sound like a crazy conclusion? Uh, I don't I think, think so. I think we no. have to stop punishing ourselves for considering things that once seemed crazy. That the pattern of recent <laughs> history... I'm sorry, can I, I want to repeat that. I think we have to stop punishing ourselves for considering things that once seems crazy. Yep. <laughs> Getting that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, th th this is where we are. And it, it is... Um, it's causing me to do something that I'm reluctant to do. My, my training is as a scientist, and scientists... Um, have to have a a substantial degree of caution and self-skepticism yes. to do the work. But in order even to reach the possibilities that do fully explain what we're seeing, we have to be ready to consider um, consider the larger consider picture. everything. Like, I really think we just need to consider everything when it comes to some of this stuff. And he's, I mean, he, he's not wrong. No, not at all. Now that's, uh, that's true. The other thing I've been seeing, New York City, and I didn't put it on here either, but they're doing a test run. They're going to do $53 million in, I don't know what the actual amounts were for each of them, Visa gift cards for all the migrants that are up there to get them a head start on their fee. That's crazy. $53 million. And we have homeless veterans in our country right now. Yeah, I think we're going to get in. I think that's actually part of what Steve and I talked about later. Yeah. So we might get into that a little bit. But isn't that nuts? $53 million. I mean, and I, people wonder why our dollar is worth less. Oh, they're just printing it. <laughs> they're, they're literally printing, printing money. money. That's why I keep telling like my accountant and Kai, and it's like, let's just keep trying to get as many assets as we can. Yeah. Even if we can't, that's quote unquote, afford it per se. I mean, just got a good banker. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, no, that's where it's all at. It's assets. <clears throat> so I don't know. Anything more you guys want to talk on the border? I mean, we just talked about it the other week about how they were bringing immigrants into the sanctuary cities. Mm -hmm. and they're well, they all, don't want them anymore. They don't want them anymore. No. But yet, then they're giving them money and all this stuff. and That's to get them out of their hair. Yeah. That's all it is. Yep. That's the only reason why they're doing it is to get them out of their um, quote-unquote camps. So it's pretty crazy. Down in Arizona, when we were down there, we, we were about five miles from the border in the corner of Arizona. So from California, they would walk up through Mexico into Arizona, uh, right when they're like the women were, when they were about ready to pop out a baby. And right when they would have the, about to have the baby, they would go into the office, the border patrol office. And if they have that baby in the office, it's they, American citizen. Yep. The, uh, the government has to take them to the hospital Yep. and then pay for all the medical bills. And the baby was born on American soil. Yep. It is. Uh, and they're just walking. Uh, I didn't see any groups when we were down there. Uh, they said it would it would come in spurts, but all of a sudden you just see hundreds of people just walking down the road, and they Jesus. come pick them up in a vehicle. And see, there you go. Firsthand, firsthand. It's yeah. not a freaking hoax. No, like God, it's actually no. happening. And, and it is. I was not down there this year, and I heard it is crazy down there in Yuma right now. I've seen some of the videos and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy. How about you, Ryan? Anything more on that? Uh, no, I, it's. That's all I got. It's okay. nuts. We're going to move into, so as we speak this evening, 
I haven't checked Twitter or anything to see, but Tucker Carlson was supposed to be dropping his interview with Vladimir Putin this evening. Um, but we are going to discuss some lead up to it that I had seen and some different stuff. CNN's super upset about it. So we're going to listen to that clip here first. Set. A massive shakeup in Kyiv coming as Putin is trying to court the MAGA GOP in the United States. In fact, one of the leaders of the MAGA GOP is in Moscow tonight. It's the man you see here with the MAGA leader Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson. Possibly there in Moscow to interview Putin. They're talking. They're saying MAGA as like a, it's a terrorist organization. Yeah, <laughs> they're saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's exactly how they're saying it. Yeah, it's just nuts to me. And talking like like Tucker's a, a war criminal, a war criminal, pretty much. And I want you guys to know the lady that's talking right now is the same lady that interviewed the Ukrainian president when yeah. it was so fluffy interview and like asking him, "Oh, are you can't listen to music and watch movies on the side? Like, how are you living? Like, how is this going on? <laughs> Such a fluffy interview, right? Yeah, yeah." yeah. Definitely there as a Putin supporting celebrity. Just listen to how Russian state media is breathlessly celebrating his visit. Independent journalist Tucker Carlson has flown to Russia from the U.S. via Turkey to Vinukova Airport. He saw Spartacus Ballet at the Bolshoi Theater, had lunch in a nice restaurant, went for a ride around town, rode the subway. He charged his smartphone via a USB port and connected to a fast and free Wi-Fi internet. Jesus. He charged his phone, although they're knowing the details about the fact that it was during USB port may give him reason to think the clip twice. There. Um, because they're just going to keep talking stupid stuff. But just the fact that they're making it seem like he's just this war criminal, it's, it's this big deal. I'm sorry, he's a journalist doing journalism. Exactly. Yeah. Unless the interview comes out and it's like super pro. I mean, obviously he has to be careful what he's he says. He's got to be really obviously. careful what, he's, what he says over there. But, but I, think, I think Putin likes him. Yeah. Or respects him anyway. Yeah, enough to... Well, this will be the only interview that anybody's got in... Because when did the war start? Over there two, two and a half years ago? <sighs> yeah, something like that. It's probably been that long ago. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been at least two. But there hasn't been any interviews on that mm -hmm. from Putin. Well, there for a long time. People thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is there... Because there's two... Do we have two journalism or journalists over there that are in jail in yeah, Russia? I think so. Yep. Yeah, he'll only, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's two of them. One of them's American. Yeah. And I don't remember on the other one. Might have been a French yeah. journalist. I can't I'm remember sure. on that one. I but I don't think we've right ever gotten there. them back out. Mm -mm. No. And we, well, that's because we sent money. Yeah. Um, But I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's wrong for Tucker to go over there. We'll see what the interview ends up being, obviously. And Ben, we're going to listen to a, a thing with Ben Shapiro here in a minute. Um, uh, That'll kind of discuss what he should do in the interview. And I, I kind of agree with him, but we'll get to that. This is Jimmy Dore. Now, I didn't listen to this whole thing, but it's talking about the same type of thing. So we'll, we'll see what Jimmy Dore has to say. Julian Assange is in prison, not because he printed lies, but because he printed the truth. This is exactly what they're afraid of. They're not afraid of lies. They're afraid that he's going to find out some truth from Putin. That's what this is about. And what? so what did they do here? Tucker Carlson Network, Fanica, Justin, Ukrainian President Zelensky has put Tucker Carlson on Ukraine's list of enemies and has put a hit out on his life. <laughs> Why? All because he's interviewing Vladimir Putin. Zelensky also has been offered an interview 
by Tucker. Ukraine shouldn't receive another dime from us. And I agree. Uh, by the way, uh, so here's here's the, the website where they put you on, and it's all written in the Ukraine language. Well, guess who oh. else is on that hit list? Oh. Did you J to the D is on that um, hit list. Yeah, he's on a hit list, supposedly. Zelensky put him on the hit list for doing the interview. But that's the thing. If it's journalism, we want to know both sides. Right. What I, well, I would love to know. I really don't know why. why. That's what journalism is supposed to that's yeah. what this. That's what we want form on this podcast. Opinion. I want to hear about it, right. and I will form my own opinion. Right. I just want facts. That's exactly. all I need. And even if maybe, obviously, they're not all going to be facts, mm-hmm. right? He's going to embellish some things, and but everybody... If you want to talk about embellishing, listen to the White House press secretary every goddamn day of the week. Okay, like if well, if you if you feel like you're not being lied to, then then I don't know what to tell you on the Putin thing. I I don't know. I I watched a video recently from a press thing with Biden and I who's the Fox guy that's always asking the questions. I can't remember. Is it Peter Ducey? And he always gets shut down real real quick because she's like, ah, I'm not even going to acknowledge that, and yeah. she moves on. He he was given a speech and he was talking about how he was talking with a president of a foreign country. Of, was this, was it Germany? The leader over there. I can't remember who it was exactly, but I have. I'll bring the video next time. But uh, he he's dead for twenty years. He died in nineteen ninety six. And he said he just talked to him the other day during this thing. <laughs> and he's like, uh, so do we got to be worried about his mental health? I'm not even going to acknowledge that and just moved on. So speaking of that, <clears throat> they decided, the the White House committee decided not to prosecute him for having the documents that he had. Biden. Oh. Okay. Do you want to know why? I'd love to hear this. Yeah. They felt that he would not be cross-examinable and would not be a good witness, so they decided not to prosecute. No shit. Because and in the in the in the filing, this is coming from the Democrat White House Committee, right? It says that he doesn't remember his when he was vice president. <laughs> hmm. He doesn't remember his son passing away. Hmm. And this is who we want. Yeah, this, this is, is who, who is running our country right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is <laughs> this is who, <laughs> and they want to put him in again. Yeah. Because who's really pulling the strings? Exactly. But it was just, it was literally guys just seven years ago that he was vice president. Yeah, wasn't that long ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and wasn't that like his whole running thing about his kid serving, dying, and yeah. all this stuff? Like, oh, I'm pro. Nothing. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> and it was, uh. in, it was in the files. The, <laughs> the, the committee put it in there <laughs> as to why he couldn't be prosecuted. I. And don't get me wrong, the backup's not any better. Like, I don't, I don't. This could be lesser of two evils right now. Yeah, I, I mean, do you do you ride it out with Grandpa, or do you let old Kamala? She's not going to run. But no, that's what I'm saying, though. Oh, like, right now? Right now. Yeah. Like, if you pull Oh, it doesn't matter. Neither, neither one of them are going to be the one running it. So just at least, at least Kamala might be able to, well, she can't put together a sentence either, so I don't know. No. She'll cackle <laughs> fucking 90% of it. But. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Wood chipper and put the speaker of the house in there. I don't know. <laughs> that's who's next, right? Isn't that third in yep. line? Speaker? Yeah, I think that's who it is. Yeah, because there was a chance when they were talking about Nancy Pelosi. Being I, oh, oh my Jesus. God! Talk about one of the conspiracy theories I thought was actually going to come yeah, true. Yeah, that was not looking good. It there, seems Paul. super logical. Yeah, there was, there was definitely a a path. 
She looked like the Crypt Keeper had a full <laughs> set of skin. That's yeah. what she looks I like. I don't know. That was that 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 one actually scared me a little bit. But that's the crazy part. Like they're literally going to put him up in November again. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah. they don't. They 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 almost can't after that, right? After sp- pretty much saying he's mentally he basically has dementia. I mean, yeah. like, because how old is he now? I mean, he's he's, he's up there. Yeah, what, 80, 80, 81? He might be more than that. Google it. But anyway, I just. Dementia. This is the best thing our country has. Right. Like, no wonder our border is open and 22 million there's wars on. going on. And like, no, that, that, that never happens when we have a inflation and solid president mm-hmm. in, that people are scared of. Doesn't say. They don't want anybody to know. Yeah. It's not even listed. It should be like the first thing. Yeah. Doesn't say his age at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's Google for you. Maybe we'll have to get Good try Bing, maybe. Duck, duck, maybe. go <laughs> on, the, on the computer. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, it literally hides his age. Can you click? He was born in 19, 1942. <laughs> World War II was still going on. <laughs> 1942, huh? So. 82. Yeah, 82 years old. That's old. Like, just think of that. Run in the country. Yeah. Can't even buy life insurance anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the Ben Shapiro one because he kind of talks about what uh, he thinks. And this is, what, five minutes, four minutes? About four minutes, yeah. We'll listen to the whole thing because he, he kind of gives an idea. Okay, let's well, let's take a pause and then we'll get back to that. And this now merges with the blowback that Tucker Carlson is receiving for doing an interview with Vladimir Putin. Now, I haven't seen the interview with Vladimir Putin. You haven't seen the interview with Vladimir Putin. No one has seen the interview with Vladimir Putin. That interview is supposed to hit the airwaves tonight on X. And as I've said, I'm not going to prejudge the interview. The question is whether Tucker asked him any hard questions or whether it was sort of a massage. I don't know because I haven't seen it. It will be a bad act of journalism if Tucker does not ask him some questions about, say, Evan Gershkovich, the, the Wall Street Journal reporter who's being held by Vladimir Putin as effectively a hostage, or if he doesn't ask him, about what the end of the war looks like, or if it doesn't push him on his murderous record or his abuse of human rights and his targeting of civilians in Ukraine and all the rest, right? There, there are a bunch of questions that Tucker ought to ask, but Tucker hasn't asked any of those questions publicly yet, so I have no idea what he asked. The simple fact that Tucker is Tucker and went to Russia is now causing, apparently, some people in the EU to think about sanctioning him. Which again, this is the unbelievable that would be stupidity the worst idea of politics. Ever. People who claim that they have any sort of principle abandon those principles at the first sign that those principles might be harmful to their political interests. It truly is an amazing thing. According to Newsweek, Tucker Carlson's interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin could see the conservative pundit targeted by EU lawmakers, current and former members of the European Parliament have told Newsweek. Carlson visited Russia this week. On Tuesday, he revealed that he would soon be releasing an interview with Putin. Carlson's work in Russia could see the former Fox News host in hot water with the EU, according to Guy Verhofstadt, a former Belgian prime minister and current member of the European Parliament. The lawmaker described Carlson as a mouthpiece for former President Trump and Putin as well, adding, quote, as Putin is a war criminal and the EU sanctions all who assist him in that effort, it seems logical the External Action Service examine his case as well. Now, honestly, this is like the best thing that in terms of media could happen to Tucker. Having the EU target Tucker for doing an interview with Vladimir Putin makes Tucker's case for him. Tucker's entire case with regard to Vladimir Putin and Vladimir Zelensky has essentially been that 
the attempts by the media to draw a stark division between Vladimir Zelensky's administration in Ukraine and Vladimir Putin's administration in Russia is misbegotten, that Zelensky is engaged in corruption, that he's engaged in dictatorial behavior. By the way, there's some truth to a lot of what Tucker is saying about that. In my opinion, that still does not justify a full-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine or suggest that it's in America's interest to see Ukraine fully ingested by Russia, nor do I believe that Vladimir Putin somehow has Ukraine's best interests at heart. All these things can be true at once. But if the case that Tucker is making is that the EU is perfectly happy to shut down freedom of speech, but then they complain when Vladimir Putin does it, they're making Tucker's case for him when they say this. According to Newsweek, the EU's external action service is the bloc's diplomatic arm responsible for foreign policy. For an individual to be added to the EU sanctions list, evidence must be presented to the EAS for review. If deemed sufficient, the EAS can then present that case to the European Council, which is the body made up of EU national leaders, which takes the final decision on whether to impose sanctions or not. Now, again, highly unlikely, but there are some who are saying that they agree with the stance that Tucker should basically be treated as a propagandist on behalf of the Kremlin. Yeah, I... I think highly unlikely that that is, is what's going to take place. But it demonstrates once again, in the same way the media targeting Chayarechik shows, it just shows that if you violate certain taboos or if you stand on one side of the political aisle and not another side of the political aisle, political aisle all principles with regard to, say, free speech go by the wayside. Now, as I say, none of that answers the question as to whether Tucker's general perspective on Ukraine is right. I happen to think that his general perspective on Ukraine is short-sighted and wrong. I do not think the world is a better place if Vladimir Putin waltzes into Kiev and simply takes it over at this point. So, you can pause it. So, uh, obviously, I'll eat my words if the interview comes out and everybody that is against it is right. But I think if I know Tucker Carlson the way I do, <clears throat> I think he's going to do a good interview. Yep, I agree with yeah. you. It's going to be very he'll... balanced. Yeah. He's going to ask some good questions. I think he'll ask some good questions. I think he'll also interject a little bit maybe afterwards if there's pieces he thought maybe were embellished by Putin. Or, and honestly, if you if you as a educated person can't figure out where the embellishment is and what you should take from it and what you shouldn't, and that you think that media should be censored, then, I mean, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. yeah that's... I just want both sides. Let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's Let me form my own opinion. Yeah. yeah. Free speech. All at all times. Yes. Yep. And I, I agree. Um, but yeah, he's right. I mean, talking about how CNNs and, and the other people on the other side of the aisle that always are talking free speech, but then when it affects their side of it, then they don't want it. They want it done with. Yeah. It's, it's asinine. If we, if we don't let this happen, then we're just like Russia anyway. I don't I think yeah. I don't even think we'll see this on Facebook. I think it'll be censored out. Elon Musk did come out and he said we're not going to censor it. It's only going to be on X. It's only going to be on X and Tucker's website. Yep, that'll <laughs> be it. And it, yeah, that'll be it. You won't see it anywhere else. You'll see clips uh, maybe on Fox News, maybe. Yeah. Actually probably not. Cuz he just left. I bet you yeah, they he just left them guys. Yeah. 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 They're not going to give him 10 seconds. <laughs> These companies will talk about it, but so if if you are interested in hearing it, go over to X. You'll, I mean, it'll probably be everywhere. It's probably already out, if I'm being honest. Um, so I'll watch it tonight. Um, I think you said it was like an hour long. <laughs> it should be good. Something like that. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be great. I, AOC came out today, and she said, if, you, if you're if you in favor of the Tucker-Putin interview, you're a white supremacist. 
<laughs> like that's one of our senators. Yeah. Saying that, like, when when did politics become this thing where it's stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I you look at what Trump did with like North Korea in that time. You know, everyone was so against him, and then he actually kind of brought a little bit of balance and you know kind of tamed that whole scary dragon. There for was a little. peace. That was, yeah. yeah, that was that was scary there I mean, for a while. And, North Korea. and he he tamed that. Yep. And it, he was when was the last the time we heard anything come out of North Korea? Right. And it's because he was he would respect their views, but he would also his values is this is where I stand and I'm not moving. My like, question is is why is like the Democrats do this all the time? They won't engage with people like Putin, people like um, Kim Jong Un, the the volatile countries, right? But the Democrats will sit there and stroke the egos of people we're already fucking paying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why are we stroking egos of people that we're paying? Like, we're paying them to be our friends. But it's because it's a, it's like the lobbyist thing, well, right? That's how that I mean, side of the aisle works. They're, I mean, people are just paying for friends. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Going yeah. off You're of not wrong. You are not wrong. That's so you true. Know, and, yeah, lobbyists want a certain thing, and that person's against it, so... This entire party's against it. We, we can't have have that. I just can't believe it. Like we're, we're we're stroking the backs of people like Germany and France and things that are already in NATO that are already a part of this thing that we're like. Trust me, guys. We're paying our tax dollars go to They're help defend to those countries. Yeah. Well, look okay. how much money we spent on the Ukraine thing now. That's what I mean. Like it's like and their president just, came and they're on. just as corrupt as we are. Yeah, their president came on and was one of the interviews he was talking about basically like, oh, we could use more from America, mm-hmm. you know, to like help fight this war. No. no. <laughs> yeah, we'll listen to him say that kind of stuff and, and all that, but we won't, we can't listen to Putin say what he wants to say. Give me both yeah. sides. Like, come on. Yeah. It's not saying it's justified by any means, but. Well, I mean, they got the same stuff going on where. Yeah, I don't agree with Russia going and invading Ukraine. That's not what I'm trying yeah, to say. Correct. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah, you're, you're not saying that they're 100% in the right. You know, everybody, I mean, we we invaded countries, right, for various reasons. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have the full story because right. you're only listening to one side. And just because, what, we had the Cold War and all this other stuff and we can't let that shit go and actually work towards peace a little bit. And some of the Cold War was actually... I mean, that goes back to some of the inside stuff that was happening here. Yeah. I mean, uh, with, us our three, us, like. with our three-letter uh, organizations. <laughs> yeah, those need revamped. That's one thing that <laughs> that's a, I'm with Trump on, too. A big swamp. Because that's what they're doing over in Argentina, right? Aren't they getting rid of... He got rid of everything. Was it everything? He was literally like, he had a whiteboard up and was just like ripping down, this is gone, this is gone, this is gone. <laughs> How is it? How long? How is it going over there? You know, like I see videos here. Seems and there. to be going okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, I... the the El Salvadorian president was just on Twitter today too, and he's supposedly one of the last world leaders that has been on like, televised for their speech, their acceptance speech. That thank God. Hmm. Hmm. I, I guess I never really paid attention to that. But you they never thought about that. You yeah. don't see that anymore. Even than the U.S. presidents. Nope. Nope. Um, just kind of crazy. They're told what to say. Oh, yeah. 100%. Obvious. Yeah. Here in the United States, I mean, that guy probably was speaking from the heart, but I don't know. Sometimes I think we need some of that back. Yeah. 
I mean, that's why a lot of people like Trump, because, yeah, he wrote speeches, or they had speeches written for him, but he didn't fucking go off. He he, very, for sure. He he said what he wanted. I'd like to know when the speech writers started to happen. That's some some research I'd like to find out. When when, when the presidents weren't maybe involved in their speech writing anymore, and they were getting wrote for them. Yeah, professional people backing them on that. I mean, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. 60, Just to 70s. go back and maybe find out when it was, find out some speeches before, listen to them, and listen to the ones afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. That's why it takes so long for speeches to happen now after, like, something Yeah, you're not happens. coming out there getting true feelings, mm-hmm. emotion. I mean, it, do you think it, I mean, do you think it goes all the way back to when, you know, radio first kind of came out and... The, it got to the masses type of it thing? Got, it actually got to the masses versus... Or was it TV? Yeah. Or or, it we'll, we'll probably also never know. Did Abe Lincoln write his? all of his stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All or by himself? There, or, or was there somebody there writing it for him? With, or with him? What you're saying? You know, type of thing. I don't know. And I'm sure Barack helped with some of his stuff too, but at some point they can't, they don't have time to go through. I mean, they read it afterwards, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, they go, this is kind of what I want to talk about maybe, and then. I don't know. They, they probably don't even get that anymore. Probably no. not. Oh, Biden doesn't. No. no. <laughs> well. I mean, he talks about little kids rubbing yeah. up on his hairy leg <laughs> yeah. in the pool, and yeah, that's how you know he, That's how you know he's getting off the rails, <laughs> and that that definitely wasn't in the speech. And then he looks like a Roomba, fucking trying to leave. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god, that's our president, guys! Like literally the leader of the United States of America. They used to make fun of George Bush. Yeah, when he and make, he not even even close. make up ridiculous close. words, Ugh. like man, that dude cheated his way through college. <laughs> <laughs> he was still a decent president, though. I, yeah, okay, yeah, but, yeah, okay. Anyway, some of those words, I just, word, yeah. <laughs> at least he spoke. Yeah, yep. He and, tried hard, and we got you knew he what got he was behind saying. him. He might have made up a word in the middle, but damn, you knew what he was saying. But yeah. you're like, now I got a new word, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough. Anything more on that? You guys want to talk about the Russia Tucker Carlson thing? No, I just think it's important for people to listen to both sides and form your own opinion. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, speak on it next week yeah. after we all watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'm anxious to to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this next clip, we're gonna go back to RFK. Uh, he's. I don't know how old this actual interview is. I'm hoping it's not super old, but it's him speaking about Americans being mass poisoned by our food industry. Um, I I found it interesting. I hope you guys do too, so we'll we'll listen to this for a minute. 50%, according to official data, he says it's actually 60% of adults are now diabetic or pre-diabetic. And, and, you know, 42% of children are obese. Uh, 75% of them are overweight. Half of adults Did he just say 42% are obese. Are obese? And, you know, Americans didn't suddenly get lazy. We're being mass poisoned. And we're being mass poisoned by a Pause food it. industry that... So I've seen this firsthand. And you guys have been around me for the last, well, maybe not last month or two. Yeah, yeah, almost been your month. So have you guys seen a change just in my physical appearance in the last two months? I have not, but I mean, so I've gotten a few people say all I did was switch from eating like just I went all all organic, except for the beer and 
things like that. But I probably dropped 25 pounds. Dang. That's that's good. And I haven't really been working out. Just and I really haven't. I haven't really been watching what I ate per se. But I switched straight organic. I still eat rice. Obviously, I'm not eating like shit food, but I'm still eating some carbs. Still eating some things. And all I did was switch to organic foods. That's it. That's crazy. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, it's you, the you avoid those preservatives and all the extra. Right. Hmm. So we can keep going, but I just wanted to throw that in there. It is highly subsidized, and that owns Congress. We're the only country in the world that allows public funding for food to go to soft drinks. Oh, it's ten percent of food stamps are going to. Uh, a sugar water that is designed to That's crazy. Make you can you use diabetic. food stamps for pop. You know, There's and, no value and in that. it's $10 Why billion dollars a year that we're spending to make our kids diabetic. Um, and, you know, this is happening across the, across the spectrum. It's not just diabetes. When my uncle was president, 6% of Americans had chronic disease. And by chronic disease, I mean the whole universe that encompasses obesity, um, uh, autoimmune diseases like juvenile diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, and then all of these exotic diseases that you know I never heard of as a kid. Crohn's disease, lupus, you guys know there's 175 of them. It's because your, your body has turned, you know, your, your metabolic process is ruined, your mitochondria are ruined, and your body's immune system turns against its own organs. And, uh, and that is autoimmune disease, but each one of those autoimmune diseases you know, has a different name depending on what organ it attacks. And what part of your body it now regards as a foreign invader. And uh, I represent, you know, people who are who've been injured by medical products and whose lives are ruined. And uh, that's particularly tragic when it's the vaccines that are doing it, because these were healthy kids. These were not sick kids giving a medicine that has a risk to make them better. You can pause there it there. Who had zero He's going to go on with vaccines. I mean, we've touched on vaccines for too many episodes. Probably <laughs> people are probably tired of that. Um, going back to the food, though, like, does that surprise you guys at all? Some of those stats, some of the things like that? No, um, not really. I uh, I've actually seen a thing where it talks about like the top ten uh, companies in the world and they, how much they own and how they branch from pharmaceutical all the way down to your Nesquik and your your different just different foods, your General Mills. All of that's all linked back to like 10 companies but they have sister and it's companies not just pharmaceuticals it's also like uh your your industries like uh well, pesticides pesticides have, yeah yeah the pesticides bear yeah uh, i'm trying to think of some other ones there's another big one that has food companies too yeah i can't remember um, what it's called we'll have to i'll have to try to find that list there and we'll yeah. bring that next week but but you you've changed I've changed what, my diet. Yeah. yeah, and you've seen twenty pounds. Good, yeah. In a month. So we're about the same. Yeah. In a month, he got in a, a month. month. I've been a couple months. Probably the beer for me. Um, <laughs> I was eating a lot of gas station food. Yeah. though. I mean, yeah, it makes a di- it makes a difference. You just just changing up. Like, I feel out. so much better. Yeah, isn't it? Day crazy? in, day out, my mood, mm-hmm. my attitude. I am a better person because of it. I right. feel right. And you were taking your vitamins. That's a huge yep. one too. Um, but just, I mean. 
hearing that with your kids, I mean, it makes you not want to buy scary. Oreos. It's scary, man. <laughs> like thinking of the kids, you know, 15, 20 years down the road, if it's bad now, how bad is it going to be in another 15, 20 years? We've seen a difference just changing like the cereal the kids eat, um, certain foods we've switched out with either organic or something better. Yeah. And just like their mood. And I, obviously I think that's Declan's sick again. And I think it's because he's coming out, like we switched it a couple weeks ago. I think he's coming out of like a, I don't know what you want to call it, but like. Almost like a withdrawal from. Yeah, the, yeah his body's kind of like the getting used shit. to the good stuff and <laughs> getting rid of the bad stuff. Detoxing and, himself. Kind of, yeah. yeah. In, in a sense. With with your guys' kids, do you, I mean, you know, growing up they used to say, oh, kids don't want to eat vegetables. They don't want to eat their stuff. You know, do you guys have that issue with your kids or they, they eat vegetables and fruits just fine? My twins? Eat ten times more vegetables than I probably ate my entire life. They're really good about it. See, and that's that's where my kids are at. Like I, we buy a thing of bear, strawberries, a thing of blueberries, you know, whatever. And Rocky, he, I'll, he'll eat anything. He's kind of a garbage disposal, <laughs> but uh, he'll eat a pound of freaking blueberries in a sitting. Yeah, and fruits we're not in trouble with, but the vegetables has been a christian's gotten better he started off really well young and then had like a three or four year gap and then now we've got him back into starting you know he'll eat green beans and as long as i cook them well he'll eat green beans he'll eat you know certain things uh, we i've i used to hide it though <laughs> so i would make pasta sauce but i would saute up a whole bunch of spinach and other vegetables and i would blend it up into the pasta sauce hmm. so they'd have no idea they were eating them <laughs> yep yeah. Got to do some of that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I've never had that problem. Thank God, because yeah. like cucumbers, bell peppers, broccoli, all that. There, yeah. I just cut it up, set it out, and they just they'll crush it. And it's like, all right, we can't eat it all in one sitting, guys. Let's <laughs> let's try to snack a little bit, and then that way I don't have to go to the grocery store three times a week. But right, that's the hard thing about eating healthy. You know, you it doesn't last as long. You know, mm-hmm. or, or, yeah, it doesn't, but in the grand scheme of things, you're probably sp- spending less. And it's that's the way it's kind of meant to be. You know, you eat it when you need it yeah. and not sitting there. Yeah. I make days. a weekly trip to HealthWorks to get all the berries, and then they're usually gone between me and the kids eating them there. See, I have really weird food allergies, so I do have to be careful of what I eat. On like what? Uh, watermelon is the oh, worst thing. I've heard thing. that one. That, hmm. Anything that grows on a vine, that's kind of my rule of thumb. Really? Yeah, if it grows on a vine, I'm generally allergic to it. Wow. Have you ever? Do you know why? No, it's just when I was a little kid. I always, I love telling this story. When I was a little kid, my parents make me eat peas, and I'd be like, "Oh, they make my tongue feel fuzzy." And later in life, I didn't eat them when I grew up. Yeah. So then, one time at a banquet, I ate them, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't good." I could feel my throat getting tight, huh. and just figured out that huh. when I was a kid, they'd made me eat all these vegetables, and I had allergic reactions. Interesting. To them. Yeah. So I've had this for a while, but I had wa- same thing with watermelon. I ate it. I remember eating it in grade school. Like you'd, they'd bring in watermelon and do uh-huh. it. Didn't feel right. Didn't sit right. Couldn't really plan on it. 15 years down the road, I went out for lunch at Stockies, had some fruit and, and instantly knew this huh. was, this was wrong. I don't feel good. Um, so yeah, I, I, Anything I played on a vine, huh? Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. Peas. I'm trying to think what else. Grapes. Uh, see, same thing. I don't really, I don't, I'm not a big fruit guy just because I'm always so nervous on some of that right. stuff. But it's probably the same type about, of thing because most all wine? those grow on vines. Right? Uh, it's been a while since I've drank wine, so. <laughs> That's crazy, though. I'd never really heard the vine thing before. I've heard watermelon. That's my general rule of thumb anyway. Hmm. Well, it uh, seems to be consistent. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Just something I always have to watch out for. So I'm not a healthy eater in that aspect because there's a lot I can't eat yeah. for that reason. 
Huh. Well, maybe the carnivore diet's more for you. Then. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying anyway. <laughs> yeah, I stick to that. So, I, and the ones, I guess, strawberries you can't do, but like they always say with the carnivore diet, just stick to the berries when it comes to the fruit. Yeah. Because they're the least uh, glycemic. The, the sugar processes differently than other uh, fruits. Hmm. So, if you're on the carnivore diet, you can have blueberries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, um, but anything that ends in berry, but then you want to stay away from all the rest of it. Hmm. So. Worked for me for a couple of weeks. I, I did straight carnivore for two weeks straight, um, and then obviously the holidays hit, and <laughs> it's tough to stay stick straight. To it, yeah, <laughs> I've tried to stick to it as much as possible, but it's it's tough. Um, anyway, that was that was a tangent there. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about on the food stuff? I think no, I'm all right. I think I'm good. Yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to get at was that that they're, they're poisoning you. All right, you shouldn't <laughs> be able to use food stands for soda. Okay. Where I'm going to leave that at. Next clip is kind of a. You guys are going to get. You guys, neither one of these guys have seen this one yet. <laughs> um, it's interesting. So we'll listen to this. And this is kind of a funny one. And then we'll maybe get into the next one. Where are we at on time there, Ryan? Uh, about 1.24. Okay. We might get the whole 10 minute video from the other one. We'll see. But we'll listen to this one first. What's up? Today I went to go to um, an appointment, <laughs> a checkup, whatever. So me thinking, like, hey, like, I already had conversations with them. Let's hope that they have alert. They they listen and learn their lesson, um, and and they respect my pronouns. I go in today, and literally, I was getting served from the fucking minute I walked in, and I was like, I was like, girl, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, baby? I was like, it's ma'am, like it's ma'am. Please refer me as ma'am. That is my pronouns. This motherfucker had the audacity to be like, yes, sir. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, are you fucking dumb? I was like, I literally just told you that I go by she, her pronouns. Do not call me sir. And then from there, he's like, okay, my bad. And then by the time we're like finished up, he's like, okay, brother. <laughs> are you fucking serious? Advantage help is literally the most transphobic fucking place ever. Literally. I, I literally sent out a complaint. And then all they told me was like, oh, well, your your um your name is not legally changed or you haven't like legally changed your sex yet. So we're just referring you by what we have. And I was like, it doesn't matter if I didn't legally change my fucking sex or legally change my name. This is what this is who I am. These are my pronouns. This is how I identify. So if I tell you call me she her, motherfucker call me she her. Like it's not that hard. I'm so tired of being disrespected constantly. I'm so tired of getting misgendered. Honestly, fuck that place. And if you're in Portland, do not go to that place. That place is literally transphobic as a motherfucker. <laughs> they don't care about your pronouns at all. So that's it. It just it's hard being trans. It's fucking hard every goddamn fucking day. And I'm tired of it. Okay, so here's the deal. On this one, like I'm all good for like people, like if you want people that are close to you to call you by a certain thing, whatever, that's fine. If you tell me out in public, if I remember that you said that, I'll try to remember. Okay, I will. But <laughs> the last place that I think is going to probably try to conform to that is going to be a hospital Which because they need, to, but they need to know. What fucking sex you are. Yeah. Yeah. It 
and they're not gonna, they're not going to follow it. No. I, I've talked to most nurses, most things, most places. They're they're just like no. Like we need to know if you can get. <laughs> like we need to know. <laughs> all right. Like if you come in and say you're pregnant and you get fucking balls, like all right. Yeah. Like come on. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. This gets crazier all the time. I'm pretty glad we live far enough away from this for now. It's it's working its way in for now. For now. For now. <sighs> <laughs> I, I thought you guys no. might like that one. That, that was. <laughs> they get crazier all the time. They do, and I just don't understand it. Like, just just go to the hospital. You don't got to put it on social media either. Just go to the hospital, do what you got to do, and get it over with. Like, I, I don't go and like say, "Oh man, I went and I." When when they checked me for that hernia, I swear to God, he put one finger a little too far on the right nut. Should have had it on the left <laughs> nut, like, and posted on social media. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I've said it once. I, you know how I feel on this whole topic. I, I'm, I'm going to call you sir. If you look like a dude, if you look like a woman, I'll call you ma'am. But I hope you fight like a woman either way. So <laughs> You know, people have called me by the wrong name sometimes out in public. Like somebody that I don't really like. My name is Ryan Sandberg. After Ryan Sandberg, my name is spelled R-Y-N-E. I get yeah. called fucking Renee. I get called <laughs> whatever. Right. But if, if they're not an important person in my life, I don't even correct them. Yeah. Why does it matter in the long run? Like, why? That's, that's my name, not a pronoun. Not a, it's just it's my actual <laughs> name. Like, they, they should call me by my name, right? I actually, I, don't have a thing, I have a thing at work right now because everyone asks me, "How do you pronounce your name?" Everybody that meets me, and I tell someone different every time because it's my <laughs> own personal game. Because I literally, I told like half one department one thing, and I told one guy who works there, he's very uh, bullheaded. Let's just say that, and. Uh, He's he when he knows something he's right. So he was arguing with the entire department, and they <laughs> called me and they're like, "How do you do this?" I said, "Honestly, I don't give a shit, guys. I I tell you to mess with you." You, you should say it's Ryan, but the E's silent. <laughs> I said it, it's, my parents call me Ryan. I, it's spelled Ryan, but it's it's Ryan. <laughs> and they were like, "You just cost me twenty bucks." They're sitting there betting <laughs> and arguing. Funny. And, uh, That's funny. Um, we better get into this nigga. That, that was a funny clip. I, I anyway. Just I laugh. Get, yeah, let's get into some of this next one. We can. You haven't listened to it, so you can't really skip to where I want to skip to. Listen to the beginning, and then we can maybe skip some of the meat in the middle because he talks about a book, and then we'll get to the end maybe. Okay. Well, I woke up, like officially woke up. I've been thinking that I was, you know, awake and seeing the world for what it really was for a long time. And I've been kind of, I'll, I'll occasionally be the person online that'll be like, you know what? Like, wake up. Like, see what's actually happening in this world. And I had no idea. I legitimately had no idea. And it all started with me kind of coming to the realization that 50% of this country has a completely different way of viewing the world than me. And I've always kind of had this idea that it was because they were being lied to or they were being manipulated, or they were evil, or they were stupid. That's the reason why they're able to vote for the person that they're voting for in spite of all of the really scary things that are happening in the world. And I, I realized that it cannot be true. It cannot be true that every single one of these people falls into one of those categories. More people on and both sides need to think this way. They're voting for the person that they're voting for with all of those dangers or the scary things, either because A, they don't see them, or because the things that they see on my side are scarier to them 
than the things that are happening on theirs. And that really made me start to question, because I'm personally not really afraid of, I haven't been, afraid of much from my political party. And I was like, what are they seeing? And so I really made it a mission of mine to at least, I wasn't going to agree with what they were seeing, but I wanted to understand it. And so I kind of went out on this Which mission is what we to do. try to start understanding what they were seeing that was so scary to them or something that was so, caused such a substantial aversion that they were willing to vote for someone that I deemed to be evil. And I started by kind of dipping my toe in the pool by listening to, um, it's kind of like a documentary. And it was, it was a very simple idea, asking a very simple question, and people were not able to answer. They were not able to answer a very simple question, something that should be I think he's talking about what is a woman. If you're willing to formulate a worldview around it. And, and I'm looking I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Like, I have. I mean, okay. you're, yeah. you're either at a rally or you're a specialist in the field. Why are you not able to answer these simple questions? <laughs> and it really started to make me think you know, what if there's more to this than I thought? And so I talked to a friend of mine who is someone on the opposite side of the political party. Okay, let's um recommended a book to like me. skip towards like to the someone that I really don't maybe the last two with, minutes. But I still respect. You know, I lived through them. I feel like I know exactly what happened. But they feel the same way, and it's a different reality. So of course, the reality that really reality that they live in is different than mine. They're going to feel differently than me. And a lot of that has to do with the blame of the news and our politicians and just flat out deceiving us. True. And so like the last couple of days, I just, I feel I've felt alone. I feel like I can't talk to anyone. I've tried to talk to some of my family and friends about it. That's how we felt through COVID, motherfucker. Say I'm going over <laughs> to the dark side. And it's like, all I'm doing is trying to acknowledge some dangers within my own political party. You know, that doesn't mean that I'm going to jump over and vote for the person that I've deemed evil because I still believe that. I'm just also recognizing dangers behind me as well. So I really don't know. I'm so confused. And I'm really, really going to try to continue to learn and to figure out. Because I'm sure the truth is in the middle. You know, just they're over there lying to them. I just need to assume that they're lying to me too. And I need to figure out what the truth is. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. Other than maybe just listening to both sides and trying to figure oh. out what's in the middle, you know what's. Oh, really? I just I don't. Really you think see that's unbiased that's how it's supposed to be? Um, we we don't want to hear unbiased <laughs> stuff. We want to hear stuff that fits the narrative and the worldview that we have. You can pause easier. it there. That's why most of us Republicans have the view that we do. Yeah, is because of people like that that aren't willing to actually see what's going on. Just closed, narrow-minded. <clears throat> yeah, and there's Republicans too. Yeah. Yep. That are the same way. That would never, ever listen to anything that the left has to say. And the, the problem is, back to the Putin thing, you need to see both sides and form your own opinion. Because what's the strength to keep them in power to do the things that Pelosi was doing and all those people? You, you confuse and divide and say, this is the way you need to think and this is the way you need to think. Yep. It's easier to control with a two-party system. And divide everybody. That's what all this division was for in the first place, was to cause confusion. Yeah. The more division that we have, the more pronouns and the more uh, little niche groups that you Infighting have. Infighting. And- yeah, it, it's all it's going to be. Yeah. The more mm-hmm. division that there is, the harder it's going to ever be to fix anything. Sit down and compromise on, on any well, situation. That's, I, I that's things I that pres- used to happen. People, you could sit and have a political conversation and not agree. Right. But now... 
your feelings get hurt and <laughs> it doesn't matter. Sticks and stones doesn't apply anymore. <laughs> I can have those conversations, but I pick the I, I pick certain you know, I don't go straight to a flaming oh. libtard, but <laughs> I you know, I, 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 do. I, I can have conversations. <laughs> I can have civil conversations with people on the left and we can still go out and have a beer and have a good time. I I have good friends that are are Democrats. Yeah. You know, it I don't know. I've family that is and same here. You know, and it's one of those things that you, it, they pick the opposite just because they don't like who's running as a Republican and they're, oh, he's evil. And sometimes I think a lot of, a lot of what came out of COVID and they wanted to, they wanted to be a part of something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of group. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered what that was for. But it was it was the majority. They they were getting uh, praise online when they would speak about it. Uh, same thing with with some of the LGBTQ stuff. People are are doing that because they get praise, yeah. or they they get attention for being a, a supporter. I'm a supporter. Yeah, I, I just mean, don't think you need to throw it in everybody's face. Yeah, like be you. But I'm, we don't we don't need special you know whatever. Yeah, I mean, you don't want equality. You want more. That's what it right. is, mm-hmm. and that's that's the problem. It, and that's the same thing with all the DEI stuff too. Yeah, uh, the diversity, equity, and inclusion people. And it's like, no, just hire the right people. <laughs> I don't care what freaking gender, color, monkey, whatever you want to <laughs> like. If the if the if an animal can fly the plane better than a human, let them well, do, let it. do it. I still you know, don't, I don't, know. I don't still I don't know the narcoleptic thing. I don't want that person flying my plane. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, just want anyone be, with I just want them to be qualified. Yeah. I just want them to be qualified. <laughs> the best person for the job. Yeah. yeah. If you're good no matter at your what job, job it is my surgeon, yeah. my even my mechanic, you know, like I'm not gonna go take it to just be this is probably happening in the world. People are taking their business to things that they believe in, right? But what but what if they're not the right person yeah, to take for the job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're then you're screwing yourself yeah. at that point. There are people out there. Like I don't give a shit. If a Democrat is a better mechanic than the one that I got, I'm gonna take it to the better mechanic. Yeah. It, like I don't know that your political, political affiliation doesn't. Uh, it it doesn't. Mind. But that's what's happening right yeah, now. No. It doesn't apply to the job that you're doing. Like no, you can you have you've experienced life a different way than I did, and you have the right to feel the way that you do, but you need to be open to have a conversation and kind of be open-minded to say hey this guy saw this maybe maybe there's some truth to that you know well maybe i should look into that a little more it it questions the people in power and it holds them accountable and if you're not asking the questions they're going to run rampant that's you can't follow like sheep no it can't be that way if more people were like this guy on both sides agreed yep you know he also said you know he's not going to just switch his vote because of whatever but he's he's opening his eyes yep which is going to help Facilitate. You know, like I've always said, if there was a better Democratic candidate, shit, I'd vote for it. And be worth and looking at at least. I'm, yeah, I'm a registered independent because right. I I agree on some issues on both sides, but the, they made you pick a side. Yeah, I've always said I'm middle right. You know, I I I can see both sides. I don't think far right stuff, but. You know, I am a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm sorry, but if if you're a businessman and you're not a Republican, I don't know. On some level. On yeah. some level. I don't know where you're sitting. 
<laughs> It'd be interesting. Unless, you, I can unless tell you're you right big, now, unless you're big business that's getting a big business, yeah, kick, but like yeah, a, kickback, but like but you a normal be big, small big business, business. Yeah, yeah, a normal small business owner. Like you may be a Democrat facade, but you're running your business like a Republican. <laughs> yeah, I almost guarantee you that you are. And if you're not, then you're, you're not making money. money. You're not making any money. So, I mean, whatever you got to do, do you, man? But. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound bad, but that is true. No, now that you say that, yeah, it's funny to think of it that way. You got to think of it that yep, way because, yeah. you know, if you're if you're this got this great business, but you're you know not you're you're you are running it as a Republican person or as a Republican would run the country. Yeah, yeah. So you can put your you can put your Democrat facade on all you want, but <laughs> that's really funny. I've never their, thought of that. It's not way. their policies that are helping you out. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, no, that's definitely that's a great way to think about things. I like it. I really like it. It's a good hot take. I yeah. like it. That's one I've been saying that for a long time, but it's true. Yeah, it's so true. Even the even those big businesses, they're still running their business. They're trying to pay the least amount of taxes. They're trying. To, all of them are. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> whatever. Your, your bottom dollar is. That's the important thing. Always. Yeah. In any situation. Yeah. If you if if any of you are happy out there that are Democrats right now and you're happy with all the taxes you're paying, well, I good, mean, good for you. Uh, yeah. Do you, <laughs> yep. homie. You're you're pretty uh pretty far and few between from anybody else. So. Right. Okay. That there's our there's our tangent for that. <laughs> uh, let's get to the Stephen A. Smith one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that's the right one. So you can pick and choose. What it came down to for me is this. I see homeless folks in the streets of New York all the time that are American citizens. I damn sure see them in California. We've got poor, impoverished, starving people who were born and raised in this nation. How in the hell do we come up with a $53 million pilot program for illegals but folks who are here legally are born here. We don't have enough for them. Just like we could come up with billions for Ukraine. But somehow, some way, we can't fix the homeless problem. I'm down for helping Israel. I'm down for helping address the situations with the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Okay? I'm down for helping the Ukrainians and fight North Russia. What about poor and desolate citizens here? How the hell do you print money <laughs> for foreign countries? But you don't print that money to help eradicate folks that are starving right here in the streets of America who were born and raised here. This is what I'm talking about. And so when you have something like that, what's the one way to eradicate it? Yes, you got to have a flourishing economy. Yes, you can't have inflation. Yes, you can't be on the verge of a recession. Milk don't need to cost $7. Bread don't need to cost $5. Don't get me started with how much sugar cost. You can talk about employment all you want to. You can talk about the labor participation rate. But guess what? If you ain't making no damn money and you got to get two jobs to pay the same prices or to buy the same amount of stuff that you used to buy and the price is higher than it used to be because of inflation, then guess what? What are you really accomplishing? Preach, brother. That's a good one. That's why Trump is on the verge of getting elected. Re-elected. Yeah. Because <laughs> when You're he was in office, there was a portion of Yeah. I, he probably won't, but God, he should. <laughs> He's talking about the same things. Uh, 
don't nope. know, man. It's it's how can you take care of the you want to be the world police and take care of everybody else, but you can't yeah. take care of home. Right. Yeah, and let's as, take care of our problem first. Yeah. As Vance would always say, there are people out there that there are things out there and they choose not to take the help. Yeah. That is out there. But what he's saying, what Stephen A is saying is so true that like I, I don't even know what to say about it. So I'm I'm having a hard time coming up with words because I'm, you know. I'm try I normally oh this guy's I don't normally normally we agree. don't like him, but yeah. when I can find a clip like this, he he's very passionate about this one. Yeah. He made sense on this one. Yeah. yeah. And we've had another one before where he made sense too on some sports stuff. Um I mean <laughs> he's obviously I don't know. He he likes to lean a certain way, but God, some of his takes are like he's, he's like I called it, he's getting red pilled. I yeah. mean at some point the Democrats are gonna they, do so you, many you dumb things. Realize what's really going on in the country right now. Yeah, they're losing some of their important people that have supported them for so long and yeah. it's going to happen. I, think, well, I kept saying as soon as pocketbooks were starting to get hit of some of the upper echelon people, they're going to start flipping. Mm-hmm. Yep. And think of the middle class. Like a lot of them don't talk about, it. I mean, he kind of talked about the middle class a little bit and, and even the, the poverty level, but like you have to go work two jobs. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are what rent costs now. I mean, it, even, I, even I'm doing multiple things. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we're looking out, you know, always looking for something yeah, new. Yeah, always looking for something new. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dual income households and and you know and and then it's also gone back to where you got some women that are going back home not working because of daycare costs. Yeah. It makes more sense to just go watch the just kids. It's cheaper that way. You, you yeah. had the same situation, yep. right? Yep. Yep. We just figured with the twins it'd be cheaper for Bridget to stay home and help run the business. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. It's just crazy that people are having to they're not making decisions based on what they want. No, what they have to do. What they have to do. Mm-hmm. There's some people out there working three jobs. Yeah, I know what some of my customers do, man. It is insane. So, get, they... this, so get this too. So, And this is for all those people out there that are complaining about how high rent is and things like that. It's, it's only going to keep going up. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. It's not done. Yep. Rent will keep going up. And the reasoning is, and I work in, the, in one of the industries that this is causing the problem for, but it's insurance has gone up for those properties. The utilities have gone up for those properties. The taxes. Taxes have gotten have outrageous. Gotten outrageous for properties. And and you can't expect in a capitalistic world for them to take a loss just so you can have cheaper rent. Nope. It ain't going to happen. No. And a lot of it comes back to the whole Federal Reserve to begin with being a, a, a thing. Yeah. Because I, I've seen a lot of stuff lately going back to kind of with Ford and then what he stood for versus the Federal Reserve yeah. and all this stuff. And the Federal Reserve has created a situation where when they print more money and they loan more out to banks and put everything on credit, it just keeps that cycle going. And so the more money that they print and give to the banks, the more money they can loan out. The higher the interest, the more taxes we pay. And our taxes, it was an, uh, an insane amount of your taxes across the board is going back to pay the Federal Reserve back. That's yeah. all it is. The other piece of inflation, too, that I've been, I've, I've been having a lot of conversations with my clients about, <clears throat> and it's not a, none of my conversations that I've had this year 
have been fun. Insurance rates have gone up, and I've had to have I'm bringing everybody in, and I'm having conversations with all of them. So they're not fun because uh-huh. everybody's going up. But what I have been trying to tell them, I said, listen, when inflation happens, certain things, grocery store stuff, eggs, gas, all those things will come back down. Okay, not everything, but eggs, gas, milk, those types of things will come down. The cost for general labor, like construction, cost of goods, things like those things, will not come back down. Once they're starting to make that kind of money, that's going to stay. Yeah. It will it will stable off, but it's never it will never come back down. Yeah, just so y'all are aware. Not as a whole. I mean, there's there's no. places. I'll be honest. I've seen in the tool industry, uh, stuff got bad there for a little bit, and I have seen prices come down. Yep. But as a majority, we're still we're still up there. Yep. And it it probably won't. look at car It'll, pricing. It's exactly never coming down. down. It's never coming down. That's how that that yeah. That's how it all happens. That's how cars have become from five thousand dollars to. $90,000. $100,000 pickups. Because costs never, and, that, and that's why I always, always like, why has the wages never gone up and all this stuff? Because we've had so many points of inflation and the cost of those goods never came, like never came back down to where they were ever. Yeah, if because, you can charge that much, you're going to charge that much. Yeah, exactly. So Bottom dollar. We have to speak, yeah, we have to speak with our wallet. If we really want the price to come down, quit buying it. Yeah. Quit it's not, not going to happen. I mean, look at, look at, look at Bud Light. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Look what happened to Bud Light. Have you seen Trump's trying to say not to boycott them anymore? There's a I lot not of heard. different things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know. I'll, they were practically given that. I mean, shit I, away. I, I've been boycotting them ever since I started drinking. Well, I guess I'm, I buy this one, so it still supports them. But I'm not supporting Bud, Bud Light. Yeah, directly. Yeah, and I only buy the peach. So, well, it's the only Anheuser Busch product that I buy. Oh, I buy whiskey. That's all I buy. Yeah, <laughs> or Malibu for my wife. So I don't know. The whole boycott thing uh, is what it is. If you if you want to hurt people, they'll hurt them in their pocketbook. Well, yeah. Did you guys see the thing up in Sturgis this year? Budweiser had that big. Mm-mm. They always have a big booth up at Sturgis. Yeah. No one was there. Really? I mean, <laughs> empty. Well, and, that's a spot you probably don't want to. You probably don't want to have a booth there this year. Yeah. No. It was, you, uh, you burned a bridge there. Yeah. yeah. Big one there. I just. God, it's I don't know. I just can't. Uh, I think even Kid Rock, and, and I get what Kid Rock was saying. We had we played that video on the podcast. He's like, you know, we boycotted him for a while just to really see that we, you know, show him that we could do it. You know, obviously he wants everybody to thrive. I get it. You know, but at some point, that's also how these politicians have stayed there for so long because like, oh, we can't be that mean. No, we can be. Yeah. <laughs> like if you want a business to go out of business, that's what the whole woke culture was about. Yeah. People lost their jobs for saying something stupid. Yeah. No, I don't know if we should be hurting people that hard for saying something stupid like that. No. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that's a whole nother. The world's a changing. That's a whole nother thing. Um, closing here. We're going to kind of come to the end here. Uh, another good episode. I liked it. It's a lot more comfortable. I know I'm, I'm not in a comfortable seat at the moment, but kind of sitting far up. too bad. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, a little more comfortable here. A little less, I don't know. The office kind of felt enclosed and feels a little more more relaxed. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like I this. So. It wasn't too bad here. Yeah, it'll be even better when the basement's done. I'm excited <laughs> for that. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fun down there. Uh, again, everybody, 
always go out. I know that we haven't really pushed it. I say this every week. We haven't really pushed this one yet, and I'll just say it. We haven't pushed it because we don't know. We're trying to get sponsors, and we don't know if this one's going to, you know, people are going to like the sponsor this one. We're going to keep saying what we want to say, but we're, we are still trying to get touching base to get better, so we don't want to always promote this one <laughs> all the time, but we will eventually. Uh, I like I like doing this one a lot more because I can be a little more myself. I'm myself on the other one, too, but I can... And I'll speak freely on this you one. Swear a little bit easier on yeah, this one. Swear a little it's easier. a little more relaxed. Oh, yeah, we have, yeah, yeah. Touching base is fun, but yeah, this one we can, yeah, it's just a lot more fun. We can play more videos and watch some funny clips and things like that. You learn just as much on them. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just different stuff. Touching base is good to learn about the people and what they do, and I, I learned a lot on those um, Jared's episode just dropped today. I haven't had a chance to obviously. I recorded it. But I always go back and listen to them because when I'm recording them, I don't always remember what we talk about. <clears throat> so that's how it was with yeah. my episode. By the, the the week next week when it came out and I listened to it, there was a lot of like, oh yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> right? you don't think about that. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, because like when you're sitting there talking about it, you're not like you're just having a conversation. You're not mm-hmm. trying to remember what you said. But uh, yeah, you're you're catching up with uh, you're almost you're almost up there for most. Really? Of this. Yeah. yeah. I know. All the time, it's got a lot of good feedback. I think you've gotten a lot more listens. Um, because of it, I've had a lot of customers come up and other people and say, hey, yeah, I've just started listening to other episodes. That's good. Yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing it out there and, and getting us some more getting us some more listeners. You definitely, your, yours definitely was a big boost for us. <laughs> which, which, which I never nice. would have guessed, by the way. I, I did not see that one coming. I had an idea that you probably would be. I knew, I, I knew it would be a lot. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of people. A lot, a lot <laughs> yeah. of people like you. Yeah, you're, you're at 195. Right behind Abe at 211. Oh, wow. That is close. Yeah. But Holy the God. more people that come listen to you, they're going to go back through and listen to the ones. Yep. too. So it's kind of like a catch 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I look at it as high tide rises all ships. So right. I'm good with that. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some good listens. The land party didn't get a whole lot, which I had an idea. It probably wouldn't. You know, people not always interested, but go listen to it. Yep. It's a good episode. A lot of people yep. don't know what it's about, too, what it really yeah. is. Yeah. Maybe we need to. I'm starting to think that social media is not our, or uh, Facebook is not our, maybe our best social media platform to be putting this on, but it's it works. Uh, for it's now. the most common anyway. Yeah, it's, I mean it's easy to reach people, but I still think TikTok is going to be our our thing. Yep, I keep looking at it. And I need to do it, but I dread it. Yeah, just can you? Yeah. You should put like a like a date, like a lock on it. Yeah, I wish I could. Like you can only listen, like only look at it till like seven minutes. Or... I need seven minutes TikTok, and I can't watch it for another twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that works. <laughs> uh, other than that, just you know, like, subscribe, do the whole thing, everything we always ask every week. Uh, I want to thank Cam for yeah, filling for Vance. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you were I good. didn't swear as much. That's uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I was all right with that. I think. Oh, you're fine. I I probably swore too much. <laughs> It was definitely down as a whole, so it'd probably be all right. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan, you did a good job on the board tonight. Thanks. We'll see how it actually comes out on the other <laughs> side, but you, it always does. The machine does a good job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think uh, the whole episode went well, and uh, we'll definitely have you on again. Yeah. No, you'll, def- you'll be like our our full time if one of us is gone. Yep. I like in. it. Uh, it's great. Uh, well, how do you think this one went? I, I think it went great. I so think- we can just fire Vance then. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, he can he can be our guest. guest. Yeah, he'll be now. the guest speaker now. Yeah, yep. he'll be the guest from now on. Now bring him in to do sports only, right? <laughs> Get his hot take on Huskers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hope he gets well. He definitely he got the worst end of it than I did. Obviously, I'm. You can sound. You can hear me sound like I'm under the weather. So uh, my whole family's kind of getting sick, but. It is what it is. We're we're getting through it. It's the time of year. Yep. I yep. Was, I was There's a lot of sickness running around. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think we'll probably close it there. We're going to listen to a little, uh, just a real quick close on Toby Keith again, and then we'll just uh, catch you guys next week. Vance will be back, and uh, we'll catch Cameron again sometime soon. See you guys later. There right, we go. We're back. Technical difficulties. Is it muted? Is the video muted? Yep, that's what it was. Oh.